thing I thought, dude, it's going to be weird if you're at a show and everybody in the audience is wearing a mask. They're all going to have muffled laughs, dude. Like, you're going to probably not even be able to hear them the same way. That's going to be crazy. I didn't think of that. And, dude, the other thing is going to be, like, between every comic, the MC, like, a new job for the MC is going to be wet wiping the fucking mic. Like, taking a wet wipe and desanitizing the fucking... And you're sad about that. That's like a lot of work to you, isn't it? Well, I know you don't get booked for MC gigs, so it doesn't really affect you. But for us working, yeah, I know Marcus. Yeah, and you just get books for so many fucking MC gigs because they always want a fucking introverted, weird person to be the fucking energy of the room. Hey, I was at, I, I was at at water every week almost, dude. I was there. I yeah. fucking love. I love. I loved your energy up top. Not that was that was not a bad mic. I was thinking about that mic. I was thinking about that mic the other day, dude. I ran the thing for like a year and a half. I built that man. That was a that was a good fucking mic on a Tuesday. People came to that mic. Came to that mic. And the three people that came to it. Oh my god, dude, it was insane. Dude, that's more than a lot of open mics. And I would get, dude. Sometimes I would have some fucking crowds, man. I'd get some good people in there, man. I'd get ten, twelve audience members. Some people up there, and then you would go up first spot, and then half of them would leave because they're like, "I'm not, I can't go through this." <laughs> More people left after your set at Atwater than ever left after mine, dude. That's actually true. Well, well, that's because I got there late. That's because I got there late. No one gave because I, I didn't give a shit about your mic, so I got there late, dude. I signed up whenever I wanted, and then yeah. people were already burnt out. So by the time the good comment goes up, they're they're like, you know what? We we got the we finally got somebody good we can leave. That is that is a really good uh, headline for your entire comedy career. I just didn't give a fuck, you know. So you oh, wonder yeah. what that's you're dude. One, you don't take really, anything. You're one to talk, dude. You are such one to talk. You know what? You don't give a fuck about half the shit you do. I give a fuck about every shit I do. Every show, I fucking track them. I got calendars. I keep every details. Time, every, time, every time I've talked to you about this podcast, I go, hey, what do you want to do today? Well, I don't know. Fuck it. We'll just go. Fuck you. What do you mean? I started this podcast. I keep this podcast and going. I, try, I do I, it when I, you're not here. And I rebranded this podcast. No, you didn't. It's still open it's like mics. It. I rebranded it's, your podcast completely. You about your podcast, Marcus. You used you used Microsoft Paint to make your logo, and I still used your logo just because I felt bad, and you put so much time into it. I didn't put a lot of time into it. That's why I do. I because I, I want to. And that's why I can tell your shit always looks like shit. It looks like some fucking guy did it in five minutes, and you go, "I'm good with it." You know what? Why was why would I put more time into my work? Okay. But you spend so much time on shit, it never gets done, dude. I remember waiting on a logo it's from you. Always fucking done. artwork. It takes time. It takes forever. forever. That's why my shit, my stuff always looks better than yours. Well, maybe you should take some of that time. Hey, and you know what? And, and you know what? When you release the fucking free logo that I made your ass, that looks amazing, that I should have stolen used for myself, you're welcome. Yeah. Maybe you should take some of that time and effort and put it into your material. Oh, don't worry. I got I got a whole bunch of shit that's going to blow you away, Marcus. 
Oh. Okay, I'll give you a graphic design-wise, sure. You put more time and get better results. I don't give a fuck and get shitty results. With our comedy, it's reversed. I put it in time and get good results. You, you don't give a fuck. You go up there and be like, wait, wait, wait. First of all, first of all, first of all, fuck you. Uh, second of all, fuck you. Uh, third, third, why do you think I don't put time into my comedy for real? Dude, I don't know, man. I lived with you. I I didn't see you write that much, and I I just, dude. It's sometimes my, you go. It's on my phone, like, dude. What? It's in my phone. Oh, is that what you're doing on your phone? I thought you were watching gay midget porn. <laughs> hey guys, that's the that's the superior comedian right there. Fucking great line, great line, dude. And no comeback from Justin. Just like Rose Battle. No it comebacks. I say I a good one. Why, Marcus, like, why would I, Marcus, why would, why would I need a comeback to that shitty line? It didn't affect me because it was just so stupid. It was it's so sad. Looking it was around. Sad that, good. Hey, sorry, there's a dirt bike just going down my road, dude. That's where I live. A dirt. That was a dirt bike. It wasn't a motorcycle. It was a dirt bike. It wasn't a Harley Davidson. Dude, I remember the first time I went to New York. Um, my mom got us a hotel in Harlem, and we went to uh, we went to a CVS down the street to grab some stuff. And I saw some fucking I saw like three guys riding dirt bikes just down the street in Harlem. I was like, that was so fucking cool, man. It was the were coolest. You, were you in a music video, or what? No, they were just riding dirt bikes down the street, man. I was like maybe 12 or something like that. I don't know. I got a dirt bike when I was 13. I bought a dirt bike. Marcus, it was a joke about the music video. You didn't have to Not, take it seriously. It, was. it just wasn't funny. Yeah, I know. But the, the, the you reacted very sad. You know what? You do the same shit I do. So fuck you, man. You didn't have <laughs> shit to that. You didn't have to. No, I just. No, actually, I was. When that happened, I was 12. Well, wearing jeans right now? Show me. Show me your. What are you wearing? <laughs> I found him in my bin when I was looking for the piece, dude. And I was like, I haven't worn jeans. I haven't worn jeans in like fucking a month. It feels dude. weird. I like <laughs> it though. I like with it. Haircut, with that haircut and that shirt, you look like you just got done. You look like you belong in Letterkenny, dude. That's exactly where you look like you fucking belong. Where? Letterkenny. Letterkenny? Uh, Letterkenny. You never watched the show Letterkenny? No. It's on Hulu, man. You never watched that? I thought uh, I might. I was watching that, but I think you were back in Michigan when I was watching that in LA. It's a pretty funny show, dude. You should check it out. Seriously. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny, yeah. Letter Kenny. It's Canadian, but it's like country Canadian. It's fucking funny, man. Dude, you know what show I've been watching is Cheers, man. It's such a feel. <laughs> I, is that why? Is that why every promo video has the cheers song in it? Yeah. You keep watching it. So good. It's such a great. I want that to be our theme song. When we make it. I want to make cheer. I want to make a cheers theme song for open mics. Dude, uh, can you make one Ready? with the office? I no. I want to make the cheers one. Do do do. Wait. So. Boo. I think it'd be good. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where you Man. can hear nothing productive. Yeah, da, da, da. You want to watch two guys get fucked up. Do, 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 do. On my television.
they get high on weed and drink beer and talk about nothing that makes any sense. Man, I cannot believe your music career didn't take off. I really can't. Sometimes Tell me about I that. Hear- I know. It's a sad How did this take off in the fucking screamo scene? Like, how did you not become the next Marilyn Manson? I don't you get know, it. Something, oh, seriously, in the screamo scene, if my band, we would have kept going, we actually could we probably, we could have been pretty big. We could have done pretty well. Yeah, would you have been pretty big in Lennox Township? No, but this is the thing. So back in the day when we started it, we were in like, we were, we got on it. Um, so like this, the the hardcore scene, the hardcore screamo scene started, uh, what, like, it was probably like 2000s, but it got like, bet, it got more known in like 2005, 2006 or something. I don't know. Something like that. Right. I got into it at like 2009. Okay. I got into it when it was like still on like the rise and like people were getting it was getting more it was getting more known, right? And my band I, we were pretty good and we were playing like pretty big shows and we were getting known throughout the Michigan scene. We could have done a lot more, but you know, I was fucking the, I was the oldest one in the whole group and I was very serious about it and then like I was playing with like younger guys who eventually they grew up and then they were went on to like bands that were like the one band now is they they signed to a label and but he quit but they got into bigger bands they took it more seriously but when they were with us we didn't take it so seriously but we kind of did and we just it just like we did it for like four years and we started to like get a little traction but and then it just people some people just didn't want to do it as much as others dude and that's why and then I band broke up and then i went to comedy because and then i realized you know it's easier to do comedy because you're by yourself yeah that's true that's true for sure i can't imagine being in a band well i kind of i can imagine being in a band was kind of like when when we had the delinquents of comedy and we tried to get all four of us on board to do shit it's just so fucking hard to get four people like coordinated but the sad thing was with the delinquents of comedy it actually is easier than being in a band Wait, sure, sure. But it, it just yeah, for that for for delinquents of comedy, all you had to do, you just did your own shit, but you just helped put together a show, and then you show up at the show. All delinquents of comedy we had to do was just promote shit. That's all it, what it was. Being yeah. A, being in a band is you have to get you have to get four or five people together every day that you want to practice, and say the one person's like, I don't feel like it. It fucks up the whole practice. Now you don't have a drummer. You can't really practice without a drummer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they're like, uh, well, we got a show coming up. What do you? Well, I gotta go hang out with my girlfriend. We got a, we got a show tomorrow, dude. We gotta pray. Yeah, well, I'm gonna hang out with my girlfriend. And, and uh, yeah. That so, sounds right. Dude, I miss. I actually wanna, I wanna hit up my one friend who's a, he's a dad now, and he's not in, he's not in a band anymore. But he's my he was a guitarist. He's one of my best friends, and I want to be like, yo, dude, can we make some music? I just want to make some music on the side. I want to scream into a mic again. I want to release some of it. Just to, like <laughs> shit. I want to scream into a mic again. So you you don't play any instruments though, right? No, I always sad about it because I would really love to learn the guitar, but I just am too right. lazy. 
Car would be sweet, man. It would be really fucking cool. It'd be, you know, what would be sweet to have long hair, a six pack, and a guitar that you could play. <laughs> I, that would be. Yeah, I would love to be Luke. Like, if I could be Luke for a day, that would be amazing, dude. That'd be fucking crazy. I'd be like, look at these abs, bro. And you can eat pasta. Pasta and abs aren't supposed to go together, man. This crap. I was, the- I, was, I was talking about my abs. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking. To, I was talking about my family the other day. I, I was at my family the other day at dinner about abs, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? I go, you know what, maybe my body's not meant for abs, you know, I feel like my head will look weird on abs, you know, I don't feel like, I, I, and they're like, oh, yeah, totally, dude, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, that's just how I feel better about myself, it's like, I'm not ready for abs, I think, but then I do, I am so, I'm, I'm so self-conscious, dude, about so many things about how I look, it's depressing, so I'll be up in the mirror, dude, and I'll, like, grab my love rolls, and I'll, like, I'll pull them back because you can pull them back. You pull them back and you lose, you lose your love roll. You lose your love rolls and you're like, man, I could look good. Yeah, I could look good. And I'm like, I've maybe I want abs, but I tell myself I'm not meant for abs. I told myself that one time and then I lost a bunch of weight and I looked like like my stomach was like pre-abs, you know? Yeah. Like it got rid of a lot of fat. It was like, it was ready. They were like, let's do it. Let's just do a couple more crunches and we can probably get there. And then I just never could do it. I never could. And then I was, I was stable at like 180, 185 for a while. And now I've, I've, I balked back up. I'm fat as fuck again. So it's not good. I need to lose weight again. You know, I was doing so well with my health. And then you moved into my house and then became a huge part of my life. And then everything just was shitty. Like, I, <laughs> I, I was just like, yeah. I was talking to Hank. I'm like, yo, dude, Marcus Marcus turned me into white Snoop Dogg. It's just bad. You're, what you're, did he bad. What did, you're a bad what influence, did, Marcus. You're a bad influence on my life, dude. Yeah. But I made you do a lot more comedy. Told me that. you did way more comedy when I was there, and that's a fact. Because when you would come back to Michigan when I was in LA, you did like no comedy. Well, because every time I came back to Michigan, I was busy with a lot of shit. No, I know, but I, I'm just saying generally, dude. Like I get people to do more comedy because I do, I do way too much. I do a lot of comedy. So like, if if you're a comedian and you're living with me, I'm a, like Jenny does more comedy when I'm with her, like when we're living in the same house you were doing work i got do it on i got hate well okay whatever but i'm saying like when i first moved in with Hague, when he was still doing comedy i got him to come out a bunch man i got him going to punchline starters and shit like that and then he you know found his calling but you know, I, i'm just i have pros and cons to me i'll give you that i don't mind getting out but there's also a point like where like when I came back to Michigan, it was like I had to I had to live my life, and it's like I'm gonna be fine with comedy. I'll be fine, and like I, that's what I try to tell you. It's like when you go do when you go somewhere, you just look for a mic to do instead of living life. And I'm like, I live life, man. Like that, dude. Yeah, it was so life, when you live life like that, you don't experience shit. You just go on stage and say the same shit every night, and it's not a bad thing, but it's they, also like you're not seeing anything new. I didn't. If you go to a bar every night, it's going to be 
uh, the same drink. It's just a different background. Wow. Fuck you. <laughs> that was kind of deep. But, like, dude, for example, I because I do crowd work, right? Like, in Phoenix, man, there was this drunk chick there. I roasted the fuck out of her. Got some huge laughs out of it. Like, that's one. That's But that shit where it's like, I it, that'll never be. I'll never have that exact same joke again. Because I'll probably never be at a, a show where that chick there drunk and it's in phoenix whatever like i did shows when i fucking went to kansas city i did some shows where i'm like this is it's just it was unique i like the fact that when you do comedy in different cities man you get a lot of unique experiences so i i i rarely feel uncomfortable in any comedy room because i'm like even if i'm uncomfortable i'm like dude i feel weird because i've never done this but i've done tons of rooms that i've never done before and all over the fucking place rule fucking hood i don't give like it doesn't matter dude like anytime i go to a show i'm like once i get on i'm like i can do it i know i can do it even if i'm nervous and scared and whatever like i know i can do it because every time i go somewhere i fucking find a mic i hit it and I do my shit up there. It just, it's, it's the reps, man. It's getting all those reps. And I, I don't know, man, I find it beneficial to do that. And the other thing is like, I, it made it so I could split up the fucking road trip a little bit better. Like it was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go to Omaha and do some shows and then go to Denver and do some shows. And it was fun. I had fun. You meet comics, you network. And I know I'm a terrible networker, dude. You, you know that I'm terrible at it. The way I network is I go to mics in different places and I, you know, if I have a good set, you know, I'll get to meet a couple people and be like, yay, that's my networking, bro. True. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of thoughts, but I was letting you rant and then I forgot what I was going to say. So. I pre, I appreciate you letting me rant. I appreciate it though. Well, that's um, what no. I've been trying to realize because this, this thing, it doesn't let you uh, interject. So. Yeah, that's why I want to do it live, man. I want to do it live next week. Let's do it. You know what? You know what, though, dude? We could, like, we could say, fuck it, meet up now. I don't really care anymore. I can't. I'm drunk. I can. I'm sorry, yeah. I gotta drink more beer. I drink all my dad's beer, so I gotta cook it for free. (laughs) I feel so bad, dude. I keep drinking all his beer, dude. And it's like, I'm just, he doesn't, my dad's so nice. He doesn't give a shit. My dad's like, yeah, I drink it, but I'm like, I, I drink, like I drink, dude, like, and then like, I brought my dad home, I brought my dad home edibles, and then like, that was like my, that was like my marijuana for like when I came home, and I was like, felt good, and I was like, here, you can have these, you know, and then I'm like, but I need some, and <laughs> so, so I'm taking them back and shit. It's bad. I, I don't know, yeah, dude. I, hear I don't you, know. Man. That's why I'm glad I just it's just me and Jenny here right now because I can be I can be myself, you know, I can just. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. So you were talking about earlier about how you watch a lot of porn and I'm like, you have a you have a girlfriend. So it's, you guys are at past that. You guys are past the stage. You guys should probably get married. if You're not going to touch each other. And you're watching. porn. We do touch you know, each other. There's some of there's some of us. There's some of us out there that are very single, Marcus. You know, we yeah. don't have the luxury of touching a boob. You know what I mean? Come on. And you're out here watching porn? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I still touch boob. I grab I grab boobs. 
she, she gets mad. She gets me. She left the room, so I can feel. I feel. I feel actually. I feel better talking about this in front of her because now I feel like I'm talking about her behind her back. But um. Yeah, no, no. feel that way. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Also, she was on her period at some point a couple weeks ago. No, shut up! Shut up! It happens. We've been quarantined for over six weeks. It was bound to fucking happen at some point, and it's like, okay, it's that time. Yeah, I know it was month, bound to so happen. It's called life, Marcus. But I don't want to know that your girlfriend's on her period. You disgusting man. Right now. Hey, dude, I think she was. Huh? <laughs> I'm just saying she was. She's not right now. Um, but. <laughs> hey, here. I'm glad. Yeah, man. And it's funny how you can watch this podcast and you can see us how progressively um, you can go by our eyes and our demeanor of how much more we get buzz it's funny because like at the beginning at the beginning we're like yo dude we're here and well, it's I like, think at this point every podcast starts the same way you yell about how the unemployment website works i yell back about how i was able to make it work then we get drunk and and i don't know what the fuck we talk about and then it ends with i don't know either but it ends more drunk it doesn't get less drunk it ends more drunk. True. <laughs> That's the podcast, dude. That's how we do it, bro. But, no, dude. But, but hey, dude, us be back in Michigan, dude, after they. Do a lot. Jesus what? Christ. What? All right, you go. You go. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell you this. I'm trying to tell you this. I guess since now we're both back in michigan now that we're both here now when this thing is lifted we're, we'll be able to do a lot more with this because we have we have a set thing so we can figure out even better stuff dude yeah we can do some live podcasts from comedy clubs and stuff you know we can fucking we can fucking do this thing we can make it we can make it amazing dude we can make this podcast so good I think we should still do that idea, dude. If we're both together now, man, and we're in Michigan, we got, you know, we can actually do a little more things because people know us and we can maybe do some things. We should, oh my God, dude. While we're here for a little bit, maybe we should do like, like a, we maybe we should make an open mic. We find a bar where it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Kill Tony thing, but we're like the referees behind like, just like how I was telling you that one time, where we could be the referees or, like, the uh, play callers. So it's like we're in, like, we're, like, the UFC announcers or the WWE re- announcers during the open mics. So, like, we're watching it, but we're giving feedback during the thing. That would be fucked During different. open mics? Huh? During online mics or what? No, idiot. I said when we get back to normal. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. You are drunk. Yeah, so... We, you know what? Well, I haven't been drinking the last couple of days, so two oh my, beers... Oh, really drunk. You're very drunk. Hey, man. I also... all I, I didn't eat anything after breakfast, and I worked out sort of. You so know what? I, fucking, I haven't eaten at all today. That's crazy. 
I wouldn't have eaten. Jenny made me breakfast today. It was kind of nice. It was amazing, actually. That's <laughs> amazing, dude. I normally make breakfast, though. So that's the hey, thing. I'm going to the guy who... What? But seriously, do you like that idea? I love that idea. That'd be a cool open. That'd be a cool podcast to watch. Dude, I'm down to. I'm down to. I'm down to reformat again. This is a work in progress. This oh, whole fucking thing. This, yeah. this is. This is part of the podcast, and then that will just be a new segment that gets added in on like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that, man. We could do what it, else? man. Marcus, what else are we doing with our lives, dude? Nothing. Well, I've been playing basketball the last couple of days. I stopped playing FIFA, so that's gone. <laughs> I, you know what I can't stand is when you like you, when you do something. I'm like, well, Marcus, what else are we doing? Like, and you say like, well, I did. I worked out once. I worked out, so I think I'm gonna start doing that. And I know in about three days it'll be different. I want no, no. I, I seriously, dude. It's so I gotta, I gotta keep playing basketball because like basketball is the one thing of physical activity that I enjoy doing. I like bike, not as much as playing basketball. I hate my lifting weights. Fuck that. I, I, pretty much everything else except playing basketball and riding my bike. I fucking hate. So if I can get myself to ride my bike to the basketball hoop, that's it's just like I don't know. It's like half a mile away. Right there. My jump shot's still there, baby. That shit never went away, man. I still got that one jump. Mm, kush. All day, dude. It's fucking not all day. I missed quite a lot, actually. But what's good is when you miss, you get the ball. Did you watch the last dance yet? Oh, it's not. What is that on? Uh, it was on ESPN on Sundays. I forgot to watch last night. But. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, it is? I think it should be on Netflix and ESPN. So it, 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 ESPN and Netflix made it, I believe. I think that's how the credits are. And then so I think it should be on Netflix. I'll, I'll try to watch it on Netflix, man. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of – because it's just old sports stuff. That's all it is, man, because there's no new sports. Yeah, but it's talking about the bus, but it's talking about behind it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were part of. I didn't know you were part of the Bulls, dude. Back in the eighties and nineties, I didn't know you knew the story. I didn't know you were there. Done enough. I do so much stupid sports research. Like I should be a fucking sports writer. That's how much research I do on shit that doesn't matter. But I, I'm not that good at writing, so I'll probably never do it. But I fucking all I, I, I did today. You know what I did today? You know what I did today? I looked up who the like the best. Uh, NHL goalies of all time, and then I watched Sergei Fedorov's and I just looked at statistics of players. And the other day, though, I was looking at what the fuck was I looking at? Man? I was looking at NBA player. I was looking at Grant Hill today too. Just random shit, dude. The most random fucking sports. I know they won six titles. They struggled. Then on three, then he retired and played some baseball. Then he came back and won three more. I fucking know the story. It'd be fun to watch, but I'd rather watch that kind of shit about. Like you know, you know what I watched the other day. What? Uh, Michigan and Hawaii. 
I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't know if it's my internet connection or yours, dude. But yeah, I haven't heard like anything you said the last like five minutes. Really? You can't hear me? I can hear you. It's just very choppy. Well, that's because Genevieve had her big yellow fucking coat on. She was in here grabbing stuff. She's gonna go smoke or something. But uh, <laughs> I watched the 1998 well, because of the internet, you idiot. Oh, Not oh, because. Why won't you let me blame my girlfriend? Come on. Oh, my. How drunk are you? God damn. And I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been watching old. You know what I did yesterday? You're going to fucking hate me. You're going to hate me. I have this little book that I got for a birthday at some point. I don't know. It's like the history of Michigan football. This is, it's, a, it's a book, and it just has all the statistics and every season. I looked through every season of Michigan football between 1879 and 2009. I looked at every season, looked at how many, like, the games they won, the games they lost. Every season for, like, 120, 30 fucking years, man. I just flipped through it. I was like, oh, that year they were good. Oh, that year they sucked. What the fuck, man? That's such a wasted time. But I had fun. Well, I mean, at least it was knowledgeable, and it wasn't just social media. That's the thing, man. Like, the less, oh, dude, the less time I've spent on social media, the more time I've spent on Wikipedia, which I don't mind at all, dude. I fucking love Wikipedia. I'm never going to donate to them. They, have you ever been on Wikipedia, and they're like, hey, do you want to donate to Wikipedia? Have you ever seen that? No, Marcus, I don't use Wikipedia. I'm not a 70-year-old man. Dude, I don't. What are, you, is, what are you talking? No, I don't use Wikipedia every day. I don't go on Wikipedia. The only time I go on Wikipedia is when I need to find something when I'm doing a research paper, which the only time I'm doing a research paper was when I was in high school. So I guess the only time I use Wikipedia when I was in high school. You idiot. Yeah. They didn't make you do any research papers at that fake college you went to. My private university that cost a lot of money. Yeah, no, they did. They, yeah, what? Tell me, what, what was the name of that private university that cost a lot of Denver money? Denver University. <laughs> Let's look up Davenport. Let me, let me real quick, let me look up Davenport on my computer. They have like a huge population because they have so many satellite campuses and they're very expensive. Did you go to their Dubai campus or their Kuwait campus online? What are you talking about? I went to Grand Rapids and went to their main campus. Because I bowled there, dude. I got money to bowl at the college. Oh, oh, you were a scholarship. Okay. You yeah. got a scholarship to go there? Yeah, they have a lot of good sports teams, too. Yeah. They're hockey. No, they're hockey teams, D2, dude. They're really good. They've won a lot of national titles, actually. D2? Wow. That's amazing. D2. That's almost D1, it's right? D2. Oh, there's a lot of fucking D2 colleges, Marcuses, and D3s. I know. Sorry, all of us didn't get all of us didn't get the government help to go to Michigan like you, you piece of shit. Fuck I, you. At a 4.0 in high school and a 32 ACT, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, and a government loan that you didn't have to pay, Mac. So fuck. A loan. It was a grant. Oh, a grant. A grant for having a terrible beard and terrible hair. Is that what it was? Did they feel bad for you? Kids losing. Kids gonna lose his hair. Do they think you were a cancer patient? So, like, you know, give him the scholarship, dude. He's losing his hair. 
Dude, no, no. But you know what's funny? You know, <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? There's this, uh, one of the scholarships I got in college. They had like a dinner for it every year. And I, I got it for like three years. So I went to this dinner three years in a row. And you got to like, they, it was a dinner for the people who donated to this to meet students that they helped. Um, and like, I remember sitting at the table with the people who gave me the scholarship and they were like, so you're an MBA student? I'm like, no, no, I'm a bachelor. I'm a BBA student. They thought I was in the master's program because I looked so old. And I, I had I had like actual hair and I like would comb it over yeah, no, and I had a beard. I just looked like shit. I look old. You did. I fucking, you so they were looked like, old. You, looked so, you looked very depressed. <laughs> you looked depressed. Yeah. Or your, your, your style was that you would wear polos for your dressy shirts and you combed over your hair and then you had a, a beard that was very short and you looked like you just had a desk job and hated life. Yeah, I was in a frat. What are you trying to say? Oh, you were in a frat? Yeah, why are you so not cool then, then? Because <laughs> I was in a mid-tier frat. <laughs> we weren't the cool. Wait, 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 wait. What's a mid-tier? Is that like Davenport University as a college that you're making fun of? No one's ever heard yeah, of the frat. frat. We're frats. We were, we were, we were mid-tier. Yeah, mid-tier. Wait. I didn't, your phone broke up. Wait, so your frat was it like a uh, was your fraternity like a like a uh, like the nerdy fraternity that no one gave a fuck about? You weren't like no. a cool fraternity. Like we were the stoner fraternity that no we, no one gave a fuck about. Oh, thanks. That's cool. So, <laughs> what did you guys do there? Did you guys all like? Did you guys all like have plans and then you didn't do them because you got high? Is that, was that every day? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, dude. dude. There was a stretch my sophomore year. I was living in the frat house where I went to. I had a full load, all right. I had, I had a, I had a lot of credits, but not a crazy amount. But like a full, I was a full time student, right? I had like 13, 14 credits, which isn't a lot, but um, I went to four classes a week, and three of them were. It was the same class. I just went to. So I had, I had five classes. I only went to one of them every time. And then there was one other one that I would go to because they took attendance. And I would never go to class other than that. It, was, it got to a point where the chef, we had a chef who cooked for us in the fraternity house. He was, he knew me as like the guy who just would sh- like stroll down to the kitchen at noon, fucking get some food, be high as fuck, never go to class. His name was Gary, dude. He was the shit. Gary was sweet, man. He was so fucking cool. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was a piece of shit my sophomore year and junior year and senior year and still today. I've been a piece of shit for years. Yeah, you, and you rub and you rub off on others too. So I, we appreciate that, you dick. Um, well, what? Wait, so did you? But you passed your classes and you never went to them. Yeah. How? Adderall, dog. Oh, you know what's funny? is like uh, a few things that I had to do in, in school. Like one thing that pissed me off, the one class that really made me mad, speaking of like having to go because they took attendance, was like freshman. Did you have to I have freshman seminar or something? Freshman. Yeah. I, in my freshman year, I had an 
English class that I had to go to. Also, my freshman year, I was I was applying to the business school because you had to apply to the business school during your freshman year because it was like a three year program. So you had to do your freshman year and then the business school after that. So like I was trying hard then, um, and I didn't know that you could skip class. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> But no, dude, I had an English class I had to go to every week. I fucking hated it. I did all the reading and all the homework. And um, what else? I always went to my German classes because they took attendance. Um, trying to think what else did I go to all the time. I don't know, man. But my freshman year, I went to most of my classes. Junior, senior, dude, it was crazy. Senior year, I started going to pretty much every class. It was weird. <laughs> I started to care. It I'm didn't matter. Job offer, like didn't need to, but the thing that I don't understand. Uh, speaking of college, like uh, I remember my online classes, dude. I always hated them, and I remember the one time I was talking about it to my cousin because everybody has to do online classes now, which mm-hmm. is insane. Um, I hate online classes. Also, why is it that online classes you have to pay more money? To? Maybe they. Okay. I had to pay more money for online classes, and the the uh, tuition is still the same. And um, I just remember the one class that I had where I uh, I can I I always in my online classes I hated I hated doing them and I'd always miss something and the one time I missed a project it was like a month long project where it was I was supposed to do like a survey about people and <laughs> it was supposed to be like a month long survey it was supposed to be a month long survey and I. Uh, was and then I had to write a paper about it. And then I had to write like a research paper that was like I don't know eight to ten pages long, five to ten pages long or something. And so I found out the day prior that this project was due, like in 24 hours. And I was like, oh my god. So I remember I went to like Tim Hortons or whatever, and I would get these iced coffees. And so I was there for like at Tim Hortons for like eight plus hours. I had to create a whole like month long survey or like a week long survey or something. And then I had to write a research paper about my survey that I didn't do any surveying about. So I had to create a whole story. And it was funny because I got like a B plus on it. I was like, hell yeah. And uh, the teacher was like, "Um, good paper. Just wish the just wish the analysis of what you talked about went a little deeper. And I was like, well, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I got a B plus, so shut the fuck up. Um, hey, man. Be, be honest. That's not the first time someone asked you to go deeper and you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. I, I don't, <laughs> Just watching you scratch your face after that is amazing. Just the way you took that on the cheek, dude. On the chin, bro. <laughs> so the so anyway, <laughs> fuck you. And then uh, I I think it's beyond bullshit that these colleges are. Have you seen the commercials for them? That it's just making me so upset because they're like, here at Lawrence Tech, we are gonna put a cap on our tuition for this year to 2021 due to COVID-19. Because, and I'm like, first of all, first of all, why do we have to raise the tuition every fucking year for every college? Why do you need the tuition to raise higher? Why also, like, where are we paying these teachers? Are these teachers millionaires? 
They should be because you're paying so much fucking money for school. Hey, and you know what? Guess what? Ask that college. Hey, are you going to get, can I get a job at, can you get me a job to pay for my debt that I accumulate from doing this school? To come back, ah, no. <laughs> Just give us more money. And you're like, well, I don't understand because I gave you guys all this money and I thought I was supposed to learn and get a good job. And they're like, Ah, no, that was a joke. That was a lie. We just we we're trying to make a very cool looking school. We want to have a good football team. Our hockey team's killer this year. Have you seen our volleyball team? Fucking national champs, dude. Give us more money. But your jobs? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't care. I know that's no, that's but, yeah. they, but the thing is where they tried to get like the they tried to make it seem like they actually were emotionally attached to the COVID-19. Like, we're going to put a cap on it. No, the only reason you're putting a cap on it is so you don't lose the people that were going to potentially go to your school. And then guess what? Next year, when the people buy it, they're going to be like, actually, we're going to charge you 10 grand more next year because they got to make up for COVID-19. Well, yeah, it's all marketing, dude. Every Universities are nonprofit companies that make profit, basically. That's what they find. They get nonprofit status because they're a college, and then they charge out the ass. And, dude, it was cool. At Michigan, you could fucking – you could look up – they published how much every teacher got paid. So you could look up your teacher's salary, and you'd be like, what the fuck, man? You'd look at some of these, and you'd be like, you're making 500 grand. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? And they'd be like, yeah. There were, there were some teachers who made crazy amounts. A lot of them – most of the, my professors made between, like, 100 – 250 which is still a ton and they would be like oh yeah and they'd be like well you know it's less than i made in the private sector i'm like yeah but you don't do anything you recycle the same slides every six months for every semester you don't really you just kind of get up there and lecture and you know if you ask for help you have a teaching assistant who fucking does all the actual grading and shit so you so you get to just fucking make 150k a year, live in Ann Arbor, fucking get a great parking spot, all the all the benefit. Oh, and they probably have full dental health, everything, right? And well, probably yeah, have, you had to teach, yeah, yeah, idiot. Oh yeah, so they have full benefits. They make 150k a year, and they have tenure, so they can't even get fired, dude. So that it's so they can just fucking just be there forever. Are you kidding me? And I'm just sitting there like, and you won't help explain this concept. You're sending some grad student who's getting paid fucking 12 bucks an hour and who's also overworked and in debt and probably getting drunker than me. What I've heard from uh, from master's students, like graduate students, they drink more than undergraduate students. It's just depressed drinking. They don't party, but they drink way more, dude, because they're just like, so I'm adding, hold on, hold on, just so I get this straight. I have a degree that I haven't paid off. So now I'm going to get another degree that I can't pay for. So I'm just going to have double the debt. Oh, and I have to grade undergraduate papers to get this degree. And afterwards, there's still no job guarantee. I still have to work after this. And I'm just like, what? That's why, dude, when I when I was working at GM, people were always like, so are you thinking about getting your MBA? I'm like, I just got my BBA. I've worked here like a year. And you're asking me when I'm going to go back to school? And they're like, yeah. I'm like. To learn the same thing? I have a Bachelor of Business Administration. Why do I need a Master's of Business Administration? Like, I remember my that's, last... Wait, no, Marcus, that's so you can you can take 
another two years to relearn what you did in your fourth year because in the first few years of of the business degree you don't learn anything in business to your senior year because you need to learn all the bullshit before you get to go to the business classes so then you need to take four years of the same class I remember, dude, I remember my last class in Michigan, there was someone who asked, what's the what's the benefit of getting an MBA if you have a BBA? And the professor told us there's no benefit. He's like, the only thing it does is it checks the box that you have an MBA. He's, he's, he literally told us you will learn nothing new. He told us that, you know, because an MBA is for engineers. If you're an engineer and they're like, hey, you're a really good engineer, but we want you to be a manager. So take go get an MBA so you learn how to manage and be a business person because you're trained as an engineer, but they want you to be a business person. That's what the MBA is for. I'm like, I already have, I know what the fuck. They just want you to go back, get more debt. So you have to work for them so you can never leave and be a comedian who doesn't make any money. Yeah. That's the really crazy thing is that I keep talking about it with my family about that shit, about how so much brainwashed when we were younger. And they're like, you got you to gotta go to school to get a good job. And then I'm like, and then everybody's like, Justin, why don't you have a good job? Well, I was like, well, after I fucking graduated and everybody told me I got a great job, uh, I applied to many, 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 so many jobs that I can't count. And uh, never did I get one interview for my degree. Also, any of the jobs that I can get with my degree are about 10 to $12 an hour. Oh, can that pay your debt? No, it cannot. So then you become a server. <laughs> Because you make a little bit more than ten dollars an hour, you make maybe twenty if you have good days, an hour, and that's what the fucking world is. And no one tells you that, and it's bullshit. Because I didn't do any internships because I didn't want to work for free. And they're like, "Well, you didn't want to work for free, so now you don't get a job." You know, you oh, need to work. You need to work for free dude, for us so you can get a job where you hate your life for fucking dude, years. On. I did. They, they, and after my last internship, even during the internship, when I was giving them a presentation of Washington, they were like, yeah, we'd love to. When are you thinking about getting your MBA? I was like, fuck you. I haven't even graduated a regular college at that point. But, dude, once I realized that all they want you to do is is keep getting debt so that you have to keep working there, I was like, this is all scam. It's all bullshit, dude. I did this. I had great internships. I went to a great school. I worked at a huge company, downtown Detroit, making bank. And I, the only thing they want you to do is get more debt. Oh, you paid your debt off? Well, go get some more. And it's like, well, I don't want to get an MBA. Oh, you don't want an MBA? You know, you can get a new Camaro for just, you know, if you put $5,000 down, you'll only have to pay 500 bucks a month for the next three years, and you can drive a Camaro. I'm like, I like not owing anybody money. Is that a problem? They're like, yep, that's a problem. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. You can't be free, you bitch. I'm like, fuck. Once I realized that, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here, dude. I got to get the fuck out because it's all it is. It's all it is, man. Dude, and you know what's you know what's crazy? So this is like it's on kind of the same degree. It's a it's a little bit different, but it's also very. Uh, it's with the same thing with work and about how they want to give them money. So like I work, you know where I work, and uh, it's crazy. Uh, there, there's a few things that you you can you're not allowed to do where we're at because they have it set up where like I can't even go into my own work because of uh, uh, of regulations by the by food the food what are they called 
Um, FDA. To what? FDA. Is that? No, the I food, don't. No, it's Food it's, and Drug Administration. Sure. I don't know. It's the people that come through that, and they, they set the regulations for the restaurant where uh, you can't do certain things. So you're not allowed to like, so when you work in a restaurant, you're not supposed to bring in your own outside food and you cannot cook it on anything in the restaurant because it's not approved by what the restaurant is approved to bring in, you know? So the funny thing is we don't even get a, we don't even get a, 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 a fridge at our restaurant for our own food to bring in that we can't bring lunch in. But you know what's funny? And when I was in California, they make you take a right, like a, like they make you take lunch. And the only way you can bring food is basically if, if you buy our food or you go somewhere else, because you can't keep your own lunch, like how it's supposed to be kept. Yeah. So you don't bring in any food because you don't want to get sick. So what you have to do is you have to basically buy their food. And now the funny thing is, you have to buy, uh, as a server, we have to buy food. We get 50% off. But everybody in the back of the house, all the other workers get free food. Because servers apparently make more money or something, but we sometimes don't make more money. But they're like, hey, you got to buy lunch from us. Because we can't bring in our own food because we can't put it in our own fridges because it's not regulated food that we brought in. Yeah. It's bullshit, What the fuck dude. is that? We don't, and the crazy thing is, though, this restaurant gives away free food to to back of the house workers and management, but they don't give it to servers who are people that are very just like the same regulations. The same people were just as poor as the people in the back of the house or mm-hmm. managers, managers who can actually afford food, but they get it for free. And the managers go fucking balls out, dude. Managers are eating fucking steaks, filet mignon fucking seafood lobsters and servers are like hey can we get some fucking fries they're like no you've got to buy them hey can we get we get bread no you gotta buy it dude can we get a salad no dude we gotta buy it can we get some soup no we gotta buy it oh but wait all the food that we're throwing away give it to the homeless and we'll write it as a tax write-off can i take any of this food home guys that you're giving to the the homeless no you'll get fired for it Oh, my bad. You know what? I'm sorry. I was going to bring in my own lunch. Well, you can't bring in your own lunch because we'll get deducted points from the um, from the health. the health department. Yeah, the health department. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Justin, it's just it's just $10 every day for you to eat lunch from us. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll just let you guys know. I uh, don't make that much money. And if I save that much money, it could go towards my car payment. Well, what do you want us to do, Justin? We can't just get a fridge for you guys. We're a billion-dollar company. What are you talking about? I know, dude. It's so – yeah, it's so fucking crazy, man. I don't think I've ever – I don't think I've ever worked at a place that really seemed like they were looking out for their employee. The only – honestly, you know what's crazy? The best place I ever worked was the Pita Post with Justin. That fucking – the food truck. Yeah, because it was like I know the owner. Sometimes you work with the owner, so you get a free you get a free meal while you're working. They didn't there the health regulations. I mean, we we got good grades and shit, but it's not corporate, so there aren't the same levels of restrictions and shit on food, right? And other than that, it's like yeah, you get your money, you know, and it just wasn't as stupid, man. But every other place I've ever worked, it's like Burger King, fifty percent off, and I was like, 
fries. I don't care. Fuck you guys. I and that's why I don't eat their food anymore too, because of the fifty. A, I know how food's made. B, fuck. They didn't give me free food. All of making the food. Fuck that. I remember a dude. <laughs> he got fired. Because he, he would get high and go to work, but then when he was at work, he would make himself a Whopper and go in the back and eat it, and they caught him, like, a third time. <laughs> he would just make himself food and go eat it, dude. But, it was fucking hilarious, man. That, that it, they they want to fire him because he made a Whopper. That Whopper cost Burger King probably, like, fucking 25 cents to make, and you know how much food they throw away from people just complaining? Or, like, hey, this is like this. And you know how much food restaurants throw away? That's what's crazy about it. Even in like my restaurants, they bring back a whole meal. Like I didn't order that. It didn't touch the table or nothing. Can I eat this? Nope. We're gonna throw it away. Yeah. Oh, well, just to let you know, I don't have any. I, it's like I don't have this extra income for food. Can I just eat this? I just want to eat fucking food. I don't care how it. Ta- just give me the food. You're gonna throw it away. No one touched it. Can I eat it? No, you can't. And you want to know what they say? They go, well, we just. It might be a distraction where people weren't paying attention to their tables. So, like... Oh, dude, that was the good thing at PETA Post, because if we did make something and it was, whatever, it was wrong, or the person that ate it, or whatever, like, we could eat it. They, they'd be like, don't eat it when the customers are looking at you. Like, don't let the customers see you eating it, which I get. They want, you know. But um, they can still eat it and stuff like that, but... Well, it's just funny that, like, when like something screwed up or a server pushed the wrong button and things like that, they would rather lose. They would just rather throw the product away instead of making their employees happy that are poor. It's like, yeah. well, there's a lot of places that don't care about their employees' happiness. That's what I started. Dude, at Burger King, dude, she would get so pissed if she. Oh, there's a burger in the trash? I was like, yeah, I didn't get cooked all the way in, in the broiler, so we had to throw it out. She'd be like, what? You pay more attention. I was like, for that five-cent burger that we had to throw away? Sorry. We're going to throw away. It's going to be over. Dude, it cuts their bottom line for their bonus, you idiot. I know. That's the fucked up thing, man. They get the managers to crack down. It's like, oh, so you can make... Your extra thousand dollars at the end of the year? Fuck you. Dude, the restaurants, man, they do so much shady shit. And the funny thing is that managers will do any. This is what I. This is what's so fucked up about the world. And I think there, there's certain people that understand this. If you work in the industry, you'll know it. You know the secret. But also, when you work in the industry, you try not to be such a piece of shit when you go out to eat. But if you go to a restaurant and you complain enough. You will for sure get a free meal. Your meal could be cooked to perfection. That manager, if you complain, let me get you free shit. What free? Oh, you want that? Okay, we'll get you that. And then if you go to balls, fucking to the wall, they'll be like, you know what? Fucking give them the whole thing for free. And then what it does is so they don't get fired, they don't get in trouble, and those people are happy. But also in return, the restaurant loses money, and then also the server gets fucked because the server doesn't get tipped because they get treated like they're the ones who cook the food. And those people don't go, wow, we just got a $100 meal for free. We're not going to give them any money. Let's just fucking leave. But yeah. the thing is, the restaurant will burn $100, but they won't give a mistake to a fucking server. They'll throw it away. 
And then they'll, they'll also give people that complain just free shit. But if a server was to make a mistake, they're fucking, it's their ass. Yep. It's funny. It's brutal, man. It's funny because <laughs> it, it returns, to, it comes down to when, when there's certain things that you see managers do, it's because their ass will get chewed out. But they get Dude. mad at you when it's not even your fucking fault. But they'll do stuff to save their asses all the time. Dude, there's nothing worse than a manager who also has a boss. Because that person has authority, but they're so scared that their boss is going to chew them out. So they'll, they'll fucking do anything to make sure that they don't get yeah. chewed out. They will fuck over eight people below them just to make sure that they don't get fucked, you know, a talk. It's not, they're not even going to get fired. They might just have to have an uncomfortable yeah. conversation with them. And they'll do anything to avoid that shit, man. They'll fucking, they'll follow every rule. They'll break rules when it needs to. They'll fuck everything up just because they make 12 bucks an hour more than you do. Or they make, a like, from what I heard, especially in corporate, like, in corporate finance, dude, the pay raise from going from, like, a senior analyst to a manager was barely anything. Like, you barely got a pay raise. But you got a company car, and you got a manager title, and now you could get promoted to director and all that shit. So I'm like... So you barely make more money than the rest of us, but you're an ass because you're a manager. It, but you get a dude, car. Yeah, you get you get a car from a car but company. You know what's crazy is that they get they how many that, fucking oh. cars they have laying around, dude. Fuck that. And oh I yeah. Even a, oh. And you have to pay for that car though. That that car comes out of your. I guarantee that that car came out of their pay. Yeah, all these people had cars already. And, yeah. and no company car, nice deal, but. I'm like, the dude, those low-level managers also worked way more hours than everyone else. I was like, dude, you guys are getting fucked. And they're like, so, you know, uh, if you get an MBA, you can come back and be a manager. I'm like, I don't want to be a manager. I look at the managers every day. I'm like, I never want to be that. I don't. And they're like, well, you have to be a manager to be a director. I'm like, I look at the directors. I don't want to do that. They're like, well, if you ever want to be a CEO. They, they, so they point. I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. And then they'd be like, well, do you want to work here? I'm like, no. So that's I don't work there anymore. It was great. I got the fuck out, dude. But there were so many people who were brainwashed into, well, I got to be the manager because then I can be the director and then I can be this and then I can be that. And I'm like, yeah, but the whole 80 hours a week while your wife was at home with a four-year-old who you never got to see. So did that really work out for you? So you could drive a free Chevy Cruze? Was that yeah. great? Yeah. It, but it sucks, dude. And what sucks even more is that they're able to be like, well, if you work here, your wife gets health insurance and your baby gets health insurance. I'm like, that's that's bullshit leverage, man. That's the bullshit leverage that they get to use on you. Like if, if everyone just had national health care, dude, they, no company would be able to be like, well, if you quit, you don't have health care. It's like, no, if I quit, I still have health care. I just don't have to put up with your shit anymore. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's so much bullshit that's involved, and you see it. And the sad thing is, even when you talk about like, uh, like with managers and stuff, and it's like when, like, it's the GMs and stuff. It's like when you talk to these bosses that are on, like, because we we're part of a corporation, you know. So every store is different, and you see everything on a, uh, a general level, I guess you could say. You can see it on the ground. You see what's happening on the ground floor, but. Yeah. People above you that aren't on the ground floor always come up with these stupid fucking regulations, and they're never part of it. 
They've never seen it. They don't walk into restaurants. They don't know anything about it. Everybody in the whole fucking restaurant's like, we should do this. And we're looking to the boss to go, we should do this. And we all know it makes sense. And the boss is like, but the book says it goes like this. And you're like, that's fucking stupid. And they're like, but the book says it goes. And you're like, dude, just go with what makes sense and stop doing things that and I was getting so annoyed of how things that we things that you don't need to do turns into a three to four part job that doesn't even need to be done. And you're like, yep. why are we doing this? It's so useless. They're like, because the book says that we have to do it. And you go, but yeah. we don't need to. Yeah. There's so much shit like that. And there's other shit where like high level managers would be like, it'd be nice if we did this. Let's do that. And yeah. then they have idea how much work it requires yeah and then you do all the work and you're like here you go and they're like oh okay hmm, nice and then that's it that's it they don't do anything with it they're just like oh okay cool nice so yeah. we have that i've told nice. so many like, i've gotten i like so many things have happened at jobs for me where i'm just like where, where somebody tells me something and then i look at the boss and i go do it you do this and tell me why it needs to be done but they won't do it. They're just going to go, you're being insubordinate. I'm going to write you up. And you're like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. Because it's like, why? It's like, they, they tell you something like, pick this up, put it here. Now pick it up again and put it here. And now pick it up again and then put it here. And you're like, well, but I could have just picked it up from here and put it here. Like, But that's not how the book says it. And you're like, but it's so stupid we don't even use this thing no it's even crazy what's even crazier is if if you said okay i get it the book says do it this way can we rewrite the book can we change it and they'd be like if we want to change it uh you're gonna have to write it you're gonna have to do all the work for it you're gonna have to pitch it to my boss and once they agree to it they're gonna have to pitch it to their boss and they're gonna fuck up the pitch and and once it gets approved in six months we might be able to start phasing it in and implementing it and you're like, oh, well, I might as well just shoot myself then. Fuck that. <laughs> like, you, you realize what it takes to change some of these things, and you're like, nah, I'll just, I'll just not. Fuck it. I'll just hate my life rather than hate it more. It's so dumb. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, do I want to put in six months of effort to save myself five minutes? Really, honestly, if that's if that's what it takes to do this, then no. And that, people wonder why companies fucking suck, dude. It's because they have all that all that shit. Every yeah. company, little shit like that, that just makes it run so much worse than it should. Because then there's things like you even you even look at your boss and you tell them, and they like laugh because they know you're right, but they won't do it. And you're just like you look at them and you go, all right. This is this is the funny thing too, because I would talk to my one boss that I got along with very well, and I could tell him my frustration. But the funny thing is, every frustration I ever had, it it kind of made sense, and he would laugh. And every time I knew he was laughing, I know it's because I was correct. It's like shit, like we're gonna do this, and it's like, but you don't. Why why are you doing it? We could have done this and this and this and this and this, and it makes complete sense and it's easier. They're like. Justin, the book doesn't say it. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or it's like, hey, we're going to sit you this party of 20, but um, 
it's not how you're supposed to sit. You're like, well, that goes against the rules that you guys are always telling us that we have to go by. Yeah, but for this time, it makes our life easier. It makes your life hard, but it makes our life easier. When they break rules, dude, that was the craziest thing. Once I realized that, oh, wait, so these rules don't really matter. They're like, they're more like guidelines. I'm like, well, fuck you. When, when, when the managers and the when all the higher ups would be like, well, oh, we really need to get this done. Well, then we don't have to do it the normal way. We'll just do it the best way because I want it done that way. You're like, we do it like that all the time. Well, it was just just for now. I'm like, oh, so none of this really matters. Like when you get to that point of your job that you realize, oh, it doesn't matter. The way we do it doesn't matter. Like none of this shit actually matters. It's so disheartening because you're just like, so, so all this shit that I'm supposed to pretend matters doesn't matter. When you realize you're just pretending the whole time. Yeah, because you witness the bosses make the same mistakes you do or even worse mistakes, but you can't go, yo, you fucked up really bad. They, you can't do that because you'll get fired. Because they're like, why are you, why are you, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I do because I do this job and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're not even on, you're not on the floor. You're not with the customers. You're not doing this. You're in the fucking office jerking off, playing with your butthole or something. And, and now, but then, then you, and then you tell the boss like, Hey, this is happening. It's like, well, why'd you do that? Because you told us to do that earlier. And now it's fucking wrong. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, it's so awful, dude, man. I'm probably going to get fired. I- I'm doing this podcast, dude. Dude, if they watch this podcast, man, that'd be sweet. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> if someone... Yeah, yeah dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm back here. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. Like, yeah. the restaurant hasn't opened. And I don't feel like, um, I mean, even when our restaurant gets open, it's going to be a whole bunch of um, stuff that's going to be different. There's not even, I don't even understand why these restaurants are going to be open. I don't understand why people are going to want to go to these restaurants. Dude, I don't like the takeout You're not going to be able to enjoy yourself. I watched a thing in, was it Italy or Europe or something? And the restaurants, they built glass cages around tables, dude. This is how we're going to date now. Like, they built a glass cage. You got to get your, your temperature checked, and then you get a, a glass cage to go eat in. Like, you're a fucking zoo exhibit. And I just don't, I'm like, just... Keep the shit closed. Why? This is stupid. Keep it closed, dude. Because, the, like, the drive, honestly, I get it in terms of, like, hey, because I've been cooking a fuckload. And every now and then I'm like, dude, let's just get a pizza. Let's just get, because there's a Jets just down the street. So I'm like, yeah. I don't pay for delivery. I can literally, once it's done, I'll drive, I'll be there in two minutes, and I'll just grab it, and I'll be done. That's fine. But other than that, dude, I'm like, I, I, why would you go to a restaurant? Why would you go to any of this shit? That's why I'm like, don't rush the shit to come back. But the fucked up thing is these people want their money. They want their money, right? They're just like, yeah. the sooner we the sooner we can start getting money again. And to the people who are just can't wait, like the people all out golfing right now, like, really? You couldn't find another way to enjoy the great Because it's super nice out. It's nice out. It's beautiful. I get why people want to go out golfing. But it's like, dude, do something else. Do anything else. Go for a bike ride. Go, you know, they, you're allowed to go boating again now in Michigan. It's like, just do that. Why the fuck you got to do something where you're, <laughs> you're fucking, you're going to touch a flagpole that every other asshole after you is going to touch. 
you're fucking, you know, you're touching a little ball and then that's rolling all over. Like, dude, I can't wait. And it's probably a bunch of old fucks doing it too, man. It's going to be so many old white dudes dying because they're like, oh, I had to go play some golf. Ah, the government wouldn't let me play my golf. See, it's that's like, the thing. Like, it's a thing I'm saying, like, when we try to do our podcast live, I'm trying to figure out, like, it's like, are we are we those people now? No. It's me and you. It's not. What? What? It's two people, not fucking eight people. We're not we're not doing a comedy show where it's like, hey, I'm going to introduce you and then I'm going to go and introduce another person and another person and another person. And they're all touching the same. It's not a show. It's two people. It's when you get four people touching the same thing that another four people are going to touch that are then going to another four people are going to touch it and then another four people are going to touch it and then another four people are going to touch it. That's golf, dude. It's like everybody is fucking using this shit and they can, I, you know, I guess, I don't know, man. It just sounds like they're not enforcing it because you could make it work, right? You could really make it where you could have, you could have one person at every fucking hole, right? Who disinfects all the, they disinfect the ball washing thing and, you know, the fucking, the whatever the hell and the pole and they disinfect all the carts and everything and you have to space it out. But it doesn't sound like that's what's happening. No one, none of this stuff, no one, if if you've worked a job, let's just be honest, no one's done their job. No one does their job completely, no one does their job completely to a fucking T. It's never perfect. Even like, the simplest thing of washing your hands when you're supposed to. We all don't do that. Like at jobs when you're supposed to wash your hands. It's a very thing like it's you. We don't just if you can't follow how to wash your hands, like what jobs are you going to follow? Like you're not going to do that many things to keep things clean. There's no way you can be that clean to prevent the stuff what they're trying to do. And that's why it's almost like a giving up thing. It's just like, what's the point of trying? I mean, if. Here's the way I look at it. If you're going to shut everything down, don't rush to open it back up. If they sh- they shut it down so fast, I'm like, just leave it shut for a while, man. If, if it's that bad, why are you reopening shit? That's what and it's Chicago is. They don't – because they what, – what happened was they didn't give a fuck that everybody who was living paycheck to paycheck got fucked for six weeks. But after six weeks, they're like, oh, we need our money. So they're going to open shit back up again because they want the money and they don't give a fuck about anyone else. So it's the same. It's the same shit, just on a bigger scale. They don't fucking care. They're, they're, stay six feet apart unless you need to pay us money. Then give it to us right fucking now. Yeah. And, oh, you from us? We'll go on our website. And when that doesn't work, call us and we'll tell you to go to the website and it won't work. So then you'll call us again and then we'll tell you to go to the website. And then, oh, the website worked. OK, so you you, you filed your claim. Cool. Okay, we'll get back to you in eight to ten years, and you know when. Oh, oh. So you're approved. You're approved uh, for $160 a week. You're approved. We'll send that payment out right away. We're sending it out today, and I don't fucking have it. I probably won't have it tomorrow. And they'll be like, Oh, we're we're getting it to you. We're gonna get it to you just as soon as we fucking get done jerking off with it. We'll send that money right over to you. They're fucking coming on every fucking check they send. I guarantee you, dude. Um, the thing with uh, the un- the unemployment with uh, getting paid, like when you call them too, the greatest thing is too, every time you call them, 
you have to put in all your information, you know, and then it tells you all that. And then you go to exactly like two minutes and 13 seconds. And every time it's two minutes and 13 seconds, I think you're waiting on hold after they tell you, wait on the line to talk to somebody. <laughs> they go, if you're waiting to file, if you're waiting to talk to somebody, wait on the line. Your wait time might be two hours or more due to high call volumes. And you're like, okay, I'll fucking wait. They don't even let you wait. They just hang the fucking phone up. That's how many people are calling. This is so stupid. Yeah, that's pretty They're fucking like, dumb, man. Shut it down. No one's going to fucking be calling. They didn't think we went from, I read the thing, it's like, we used to get we used to get unemployment calls of like 5,000 a week. Now we're at over a million. What did you think was going to happen when you gave everybody shutdown orders? Yeah, they weren't so, I don't. I don't want to be working at all because of it. But when you, like, what did you think was going to happen? Let's just keep our sites working the shittiest way possible. They don't want you to work. They don't want you to work because they don't want to keep getting people sick. But they also don't want to pay you. They put it yeah, in this position the, where it's like. All the places that hire you want to be open because they're not making any money. And they're losing money because they're paying us. So it's a completely fucked situation, which yeah. I think it's funny now. I think it's kind of funny now. It's like we're like, uh, it's kind of like uh, how jobs were like, you're like, hey, I don't think I can make it in today. I'm sick. They're like, are you sure? Because we really need you to come in because your job is fucking very important to us. Even though it's not and we'll make it survive, we could go throughout the workday without you coming here. But we want you to be sick and work. You know? And then it's like, yeah. Now, now all this shit shut down. Like, oh fuck, we gotta, we gotta live like the other people. We gotta live like the people that we fucked over this whole time. Fuck, give us a loan. And then the government's like, you know what? We can give you fucking money. We totally can. The people that you, yeah, fuck them. But we'll give you guys loans. We'll give you guys loans. Dude, I remember one time when I was working at GM, I, I got, I was sick one day, so I, you know, I said, I emailed, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm not coming in today. I'll I, I had shit I was supposed to do every day. I was like, I'll do it from home. It's laptop shit, right? I was like, I'll, I'll do it from home. I'll get my reports in or whatever. And my boss, my boss's boss, he had just survived cancer. He got on, he was the worst, dude. Everybody fucking hated him, but he would kiss his, his boss's ass, so he kept getting promoted. But everyone who worked for him fucking hated him. He was like, oh, so you were uh, you were sick on that day? I was like, yeah, I still send in my reports. And one of the people from my team covered the thing that I couldn't do from home. So it, all, it was all fine. He was like, uh-huh. So you just, you know, not feeling good, didn't come in. I was like, first of all, you just survived cancer. So I would think you would have a little more sympathy. And he was just such an ass about it. And now I'm, now I'm looking at it. I'm like, dude, all of that shit can be done from home. Why the fuck should you want me coming in? You want me to have that? cough on every fucking buddy and get them sick it's so funny how they change their tune like that you're right dude they're just like oh yeah no 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 don't come in now yeah. no, no no everybody that's the crazy thing with a lot of these jobs a lot of all these jobs can be done from home but it's that they want to have control is it the, the control we need you to be here from eight to five you know how much shit doesn't get done from eight to five almost everything you know what gets done? It's the job that takes one hour to do. 
But yeah. for some reason, we have this thing where it's like, well, you got to work for like eight to ten hours a day because how else was the shit get done? We need Dude. to be in the workplace for eight to ten hours. Well, just to let you know, it took me it took me one to two hours to do this job. So I think I could I could just go home and yeah. oh, we need oh, you here. Oh, it, took me, it took me an hour to get here in traffic and then I got to drive home to do something I could do from home. I was talking to someone who works at Quicken Loans, and he was like, he was telling me he's done more work when the work from home thing because Quicken Loans is like to make sure people are working from home, they're like giving them like they, they have these daily things they have to do to make sure people are working, and they fired yeah. a bunch of people because they're like, oh, you're not actually, you're not doing the job, and they're like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, that's that's I'm so glad I don't work for Quicken Loans, dude. If it gets that bad that I have to go work for Quicken Loans, I'm gonna fucking shoot myself. Yeah, I like uh, my brother-in-law gave me the uh, a link for United Shore, paid pretty good, but I don't know if I, I was thinking about getting into it. But yeah, that's what I kept telling everybody. I, I kept telling them like, if I don't need, if I don't need to go and do a job, I'm gonna get unemployment, which I do should get because I have paid my taxes since I've been an adult. Yeah. Every, every year, and I I didn't even make money back. This year, I didn't get any of my money. I got $100 back this year. I, I kind of feel like I should get unemployment. If I can get that, why would I go into a job that I hate? That's the other thing. I'm like, so you're telling me it's dangerous to leave the house. Um, also, I, you know, I started working when I was 18 at fucking Burger King. That was my first job. I've paid into unemployment for a, a long enough time to where now I should be able to get some unemployment. I haven't been getting it the last couple of years because I've been trying to freelance and shit. So now that this is happening and I can't even freelance, I'm like, can I, I don't feel bad taking it. I haven't gotten any of it. I've gotten zero of it. Yeah. I've qualified, but I don't actually have it. And again, I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah, fuck that, man. And the dude, the minute it, the minute that you start a new job, your unemployment goes away. You can't, you can't get it anymore. Yeah. So it's like, oh, should I stay at home and be a hero, be a hero at home and get the unemployment that I have paid into for fucking my entire adult life? Or should I go make 12 bucks an hour delivering Amazon packages? That seems like a way better deal. Way better. Yeah. Working and you're not sucking off the teat of the state. You're yeah, out here you're working fucking lazy kid. Dude. You know what I realized, man? You know what I realized? They took our jobs, man. They literally they took our job. They took our jobs, man. They took our job. They took everybody's job, man. I can't wait for New South Park. I know I overwatched South Park, but New South Park is going to be fucking amazing. I hope they do that. They took our jobs. I hope they bring that back, dude. Because it's so true. They literally took everyone's job. Because, to be honest, we do kind of sound like the South Park like episodes right now how we're t- bitching about jobs and we me and you both i don't have an important job and you're not haven't been working and we're bitching about jobs it's pretty funny <laughs> well it's been good it's been a good talk i want to do more of this i want to um but yeah man I'm down to wrap it up. I, I got to pee like a motherfucker and edit See, this shit and, down. And, and, and dinner's ready, so. Oh, dinner? What, what's for dinner? What? I don't know. It's pretty good, though. 
it smells and good. Did you guys slaughter a cow in the backyard, and you guys have whole milk from its teeth? Oh my god! <laughs> so I'll tell you this. So we live in the middle. You know, we live. We live. We live on like five acres, and we have our backyard is like woods. It's the woods. Yeah. And my dad has been. He always has feet out there, like corn and shit, in the backyard. Like you can see it. We have like a big. It's a big open area, and then it's woods behind it. But he feeds. He always puts corn out and bird feed and shit. So there's always birds coming around. And there's like a, a flock of turkeys that come in. And there's one big tom. It's a big guy turkey. And he wants to shoot it and kill it. And I'm like, Dad, we have literally three frozen turkeys in the freezer. We don't need it. So go, oh, come on. I'm like, Dad, we don't need it. We're not dying yet. But, yeah, speaking of, you could actually shoot dinner in our backyard. There's deer, turkeys, birds. And... We have so many guns. There's a whole bunch of guns in the house that you could shoot them with. Um, yeah, but we still got a whole bunch of stuff in the store, so. You got it going on. You guys are ready for the fucking apocalypse, man. I ain't got shit. I got a, I got a baseball bat, and occasionally oh, I'll, I'll see a mute. I got, I'll see a here in the backyard every now and then, but. Yeah, I mean, we, we have, like, we live next to a creek. There's no fish in there, but we might be able to catch some fish. Uh, and then. But yeah, my mom, my mom's been hoarding canned goods forever. We were set for, for a long time. If we, well, we could survive. Dude, if she only knew, she should have been hoarding toilet paper, man. That. Oh, I, we got, I had no. I always thought about canned food too, but like, I never would have fucking toilet paper. We we got toilet paper now. Now the pen, the the, I think the toilet paper thing has come down, calmed down a little, hasn't it? You gotta, I don't know, my mom keeps telling me, because she, she went to Costco a couple of weeks ago and got one, but you gotta go in the morning, because they stock it in the morning and then they don't restock, because the restocking is apparently when people go crazy, because I watched this video of someone restocking toilet paper at Costco, and all the, like, the guy was driving the pallet truck and was, like, unwrapping this, the big thing of a bunch of toilet paper, and the people flocking around it, like, yeah. ah, ah, just, it was the creepiest. I was like, humans are fucked up, dude. We are not as advanced as we think we are. We are just cavemen with electricity, bro. That's all we fucking are, man. Dude, honestly, and I was just a caveman before I moved back to Michigan with no power, just trying to survive. It was bad. And on that note, I'm going to go pee, dude. I got to go pee so bad. And Let's, wrap talked up, Let's wrap it up, dude. Let's wrap it up, man. You want to hit it? Yeah, hit it. All right. Bye, dude.